nothing to watch on TV. That's why you're listening to Barrett's Talk on DVRadio.net, WDVR. This ain't reality TV! It's all there, black and white, clear as crystal! It was at this moment that he knew he fucked up. Well, isn't that special? Bloody... Don't you think you should rephrase that? Mom, mama said, my mama said, mama said that. My mom. Good day, sir! Now class is dismissed, gentlemen. Please remember the views and opinions expressed by this show or any other show on DV Radio and its guests are strictly those of said individuals and do not reflect those of the DV Radio staff nor the staff of dysfunctional veterans. I am the first dick in your ear, Bonerwood, so it's going to be a hard one tonight. Oh, God damn it, buddy. That's just not even fair. This is Barracks Talk. This is inside the nut house, man. We got Sergeant Wardog. Oh, I just broke out of the rubber room, dog. The bacon man himself, oink. You are truly putting the D in the B when it comes to DV radio. Mr. Recall. I prefer to be referred to as belly and down. And don't know where the fuck Google is. I told you it's my computer, it's not me. That's exactly how I feel. We probably had a few too many to drink, you know what I'm saying? 20 bucks, 20 bucks. Can I get a thimble full of sweet baby rays, please? We don't have it. Saturday's gonna be even more entertaining. Illogical. It's out of the DD radio store for those women. Shit's still there. You can buy shit. Buying shit's good, okay? Oh, we haven't even gotten there yet. You fucking got me there already. Love and military barracks talking around this smoke. How's your back feeling after that penis reduction? You're tuned in to WDVR on DVRadio.net. Because this is how it is on DV Radio. That is how it is right on WDVR, DVRadio.net. This is Barris Talk Live. You're listening to us on podcast on one of the many major podcast platforms out there. Uh, we prefer you to listen on Podbean, but if you choose iTunes, Spotify, Apple, shut the Fuck up, Pandora, Google, YouTube, whatever the fuck, wherever you can find us, it is much appreciated. It is February 3rd, 2024. The groundhog did not see his shadow yesterday, and we're supposed to have springtime early. That's fucking bullshit. There's still six more weeks of fucking winter. Fuck pucks a town of feel. But that, yeah, was that a fucking groundhog, fucking, that son of a bitch here in Alaska, is he? That, that was a great <laughs> fucking movie, though, I will say. <laughs> yes. Anyway, oh, that was really nice fucking Mooney. <laughs> <laughs> um, right, yeah, I'm, I'm Bonerwood. Tonight we have a full house from up in Alaska. It's none other than the fro- frozen pig man himself. It's oink. Hells yeah, it's frozen. It's like, you know, minus 10 degrees. Somebody stole them bastards. Mm, <laughs> mm. That, that, that made the south squall, didn't it? <laughs> Yeah, that Audi's no longer an Audi. That's some bitch's any. Let me tell you. <laughs> it's hard finding that motherfucker when you got to pee. Let me tell you, in this cold weather. <laughs> I mean, mine's already the size of my thumb. I don't need it to fucking crawl up inside of me and turn into a vagina. But back down here in the lower 48. <laughs> in Amish territory, he's not been here for quite a hot minute because he's been busy and life and work and just pulling the fucking midnight fucking oil and shit like that. You know, it's it's our man. It's it's the guy whose balls I love to cut. It's Mr. Recoil. Oh, Boner Wood. Oh my, what big thumbs you have. <laughs> <laughs> big thumbs I have. Big thumbs I have when you smash them with a hammer like on Looney Tunes. <laughs> Rick was like, dude, I'm trying to help you get the women, man. 
Shut the fuck up. <laughs> then up in my back, uh, at back door in, in my neck of the woods, it's the wood turning man himself from Watai wood turning Swakin Watai JJ. <laughs> I don't want to know about your back door. <laughs> what I was going to say out back in my neck of the woods, but it all came out all fucked up and cattywankus because Scooby won't shut the fuck up. And I was about, up and retarded. <laughs> yeah, it came out, it came out like Special Jack from Tropic Thunder. <laughs> I went full retard. Um, Never go full retard. <laughs> but we have a very special guest with us as well who hasn't been with us in... Fuck, this is 2024. I think the last time he was on was back in 1842 or something like that. Um, you might recognize his voice. He's on a mobile phone tonight. So if you don't recognize it, you definitely will next week because he'll be back to talk about some stuff. But it is our brother from another mother. It's the dude from the animated show. It's Bender. <laughs> this is on special guest tonight. <laughs> <laughs> He's like very special. I'm very special. <laughs> I got my helmet on. Thank you very much. <laughs> I had to take it off because I couldn't lift the glass very well. <laughs> <laughs> it had a visor on it to keep him from licking the glass. <laughs> uh, really quick before I forget about it, I don't know if you listeners give a shit about it or not, but if you go to dvradio.net and click on the DV Radio store, you can have free standard shipping if you buy two plus items through February 7th. We have two of 12 designs that are coming out this year and this year only for our 10th anniversary. So head over and get those if you want those before they go away at the end of this year, as well as supporting the rest of those over there. Change Unchained, PTS Dog, Batsy Ross, Deeply Farm, so on and so forth. All proceeds go to those people. Um, yeah, dvradio.net. Do you click on the DV Radio store, get free standard shipping for two plus items through February 7th. Whoo, that's a lot to get out in a little short span of time. God damn, I'm getting old. Um, let's see, <laughs> what else do we need to get out oink, before we go forward on all of our bullshit tonight? I, you know, I have no idea. I've been sleeping a lot lately. <laughs> <I'm> a- <laughs> <laughs> You've been sleeping now. Now I don't know if that's sarcasm or not. Right. <laughs> One could say like a pig in a blanket. Maybe. <laughs> well, I mean, when it's negative ten out, what else are you gonna fucking do? It's not like you can go outside and fucking streak around the fucking neighborhood. So you- <laughs> right. Right. You, you, you fucking you sleep. That's what you do. <laughs> well, there's only one of those that actually apply to this guy. So. <laughs> Sorry, I'm over here drinking this Snickers iced coffee by Victor Allen's. And oh my God, dude, this definitely is a luxury item. It's $3 a fucking pop. So I'll be getting it next year for my, for my next go. <laughs> God damn, it's so good. I'm going I'm to get sick tonight. That's what's going to happen. I'm going to get very fucking sick from drinking this. <laughs> you and me both, because I'm drinking some Choco Vine this evening. I'm, I'm going to send y'all a picture of this here in a little bit in our uh, text group, but... Oh my God. It's got brewed coffee. It's got skim milk, which is also horse semen, as we found out. Uh, <laughs> sugar, cream. It's got some cocoa. What else they got in here? It's got pectin. It's got sea salt. They put sea salt in my iced Chaco coffee. Um, it has milk 
And I'm probably going to regret this in a couple of hours. I'm definitely going to regret having this in, in a couple of hours. <laughs> All that. That's what the last girl I went out with said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm still going to regret this. Recoil, that milk that you told me and my mom to get off the chain, dude. We made some peanut butter milkshakes uh, twice last week. Goddamn, son. You couldn't tell that it wasn't real milk. Very good. I'm glad you enjoyed. And it didn't kill me. All right. <laughs> Fuck it. This is going to kill me. This that's is the key. No, no colon cleanse. Right. Oh, for those that don't know, I'm lactose intolerant, except I puke it up. I don't shit it out. And then I've got Crohn's. So I get double dosage. I shit out everything like dairy products and I puke it up. So I'm fucked either way you see it. Um, I do have one thing to say about the new design that's up. It's a beautiful design. Uh, it's uh, by Carla Nimitz, art by Carla on social media. If you did not know, she done us a little pinup uh, female for this month's design. I thought it appropriate to have it up for February. I was going to wait and then I was like, nah, this is perfect for February. So if you want a exclusive DV radio pinup from Art by Carla, Carla Nimitz, head over to the DV Radio store at dvradio.net. Uh, it's it's beautiful. I think she's done a fantastic job as always. And uh, yeah, I, I can't say any. What, what do you guys got to say about it? Because I, I thought it was beautiful. It looks like a tattoo, actually. <laughs> no, she always um, does amazing right work. now. Yes, yeah, so I'm admiring it right at the moment. And yeah, it would make a great tattoo. Mm-hmm. Carla's. Uh, Carla's artwork has definitely improved over the years. And I was impressed when she illustrated the children's book, but uh, that was pretty nice. The pinup is great. I think it's really cool. Absolutely. And I, I think, you know, the little wink with the headphones and, and the big breasticles, <laughs> <laughs> a lot about DV. <laughs> like I, I, I think it, I think it looks particularly good on the ringer tee. Yes, I was when I was going through the store and adding it to products, I was like, this mixed with that ringer tee is just so, I, they don't have three X, though, so I can't buy one. Um, it won't fit in my ass. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm screwed there. But yes, it looks great on the ringer tee. And that's I, all of her artwork could be a ta tattoo like it's that fucking amazing. It's set up so well. But yeah. It's yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, <laughs> stop, stop admiring the big breasted pinup. Um, <laughs> sales pitch out of the way. <laughs> uh, also, I got to give a huge shout out to Ace over at Bulletproof podcast. Uh, she's going to be on veteran trash talk coming March. So in March, be sure you listen to veteran trash talk to hear Ace from Bulletproof Podcast over there. Uh, we're going to be working with Veteran Trash Talk very soon when we get some stuff set up, as well as Inert Mugs and somebody else. Who else? Like, that we, uh, that we're for, that not the emails that we haven't gotten to yet, but the people we've actually been talking to. <laughs> <laughs> well, we might have a, uh, another show coming up uh, discussing, you know, things that go along the lines of addiction. So that's something that's in the works. Yes, um, it's another thing that we're looking at working on. Yes. Yeah. But uh, there's, there's things happening, obviously. So hopefully we can get some of these shows together and uh, nail down some times and let everybody know about them. 
Absolutely. And then we're, uh, as I've mentioned before, the female show will cross your fingers, take off this year. Uh, they're, they're working on their little thing and I'm going to be meeting up with them soon. Uh, probably next week. Finity Protocol is every other Tuesday at 2038.30 Eastern Standard Time right here on TVRadio.net as well. That's with the Affinity Innovations team. They talk every type of tech to crypto, you name it, they're talking about it. Um, then we, uh, what else? What else? What else? What What's the nonprofit that I always fuck up on? Like? <laughs> Purple Heart Homes? <laughs> We're still trying to get all of their audio files and get them over here so you guys can listen to them here as well. We will be putting up a schedule because Miss Alice <laughs> PM'd me on Zoom and was like, hey, Bo, when's the fucking show? I couldn't find a schedule on the website. Well, that's the one thing I liked when I put the website together because I thought you guys <laughs> actually knew the fucking times. Um, so that's on me. Uh, also, we will be putting up the sponsorship tiers very soon i got to get oink and recoil together with me to figure out uh the pricing and what you guys will get in benefits if you do that um if you want to sponsor any show or the radio or anything like that um and i i have to butt in and, and say you know bullets blades and hooks is off to a, a sporadic and sluggish start and that's that's due to me uh, i've had a lot come come up in my personal life that is now under control. So hopefully we're going to get back on track with, with bullets, blades and hooks and, and get that coming to you on a more regular basis in the near future. That's exactly where I was going after I mentioned the sponsorships in your name. I literally was getting ready to say, do you want to comment on bullets, blades and hooks? <laughs> yeah. Well, I figured I would save you the, <laughs> throw it out there. That's because that's, that's all on me guys. Like I, I I'm the main host of that show and that's, you know, uh, Kaz or War Dog, whichever you know him by, uh, is it has been on board and ready to go, and it, I'm the one that's holding it up. God damn it, recoil! <laughs> Do I need to cup your balls a little bit harder? <laughs> I'll send that meme to you that I made for you a few years ago. <laughs> oh, the ball cuppery, the the one where bones <laughs> from Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Jim. <laughs> I love that meme. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. All right. This disease is incurable. <laughs> so we'll go and talk about our weeks. Uh, I'll start off with my rant. <laughs> what we'll do is I'll start off with my rant. I'll go to Oink, then Recoil, then we'll say JJ to last because I know he's going to talk way longer than any of us could anticipate <laughs> and he deserves it. I'm not going to lie, but I want to, I want the long one to be the last one. So we make sure that we get everything in. Um, so first off, uh, I go to a civilian eye doctor. I've been going to this eye doctor for damn near 24, 25 years. Uh, so we had this appointment almost a year. If I remember right, uh, for Thursday, uh, what was Thursday's date? Thursday, February 1st at 10.30 a.m. <laughs> so they called last week to confirm the appointment for February 1st at 10.30. Okay. We're getting ready Thursday morning. They confirm. They call to confirm again that morning before we leave the house for 10.30 the same day. And we're like, all right, they're just doing that. So we get over there to the eye care center and we get in there. Uh, we had... Somebody had to help my mom with me because my mom's been having some back troubles. 
So they put me over in the waiting area. We're sitting there talking bullshit. And, and I look up at the front desk and my mom has this look on her face when she looks at me. And I said, you know, I mouthed what's wrong. And she looks back at the lady at the desk. And then the person that was with me went up to the desk and they start talking. And I, now they're getting loud. <laughs> um, <laughs> Kelly gets loud. She's the one that's with us. So she starts getting loud and they're telling my mom that they have sent out multiple letters and phone calls that they have canceled my appointment for today, speaking on Thursday. My mom's like, no, you didn't. We got no letters. The only phone calls we received was to confirm it. Mind you, I'm in a fucking wheelchair. We'll come back to that in just a moment. So finally, they're like, all right, well, his doctor is no longer here. She quit a year ago. Fucking surprise there. Didn't know that. He's going to have a new doctor. Do you want to make an appointment? They're like, whatever. So she makes an appointment for June 5th at like one in the fucking afternoon, which is fucked with me. So they come back and tell me my mom's almost in tears in the doctor's office. So as they're pushing me out, I am lit. I'm fucking pissed. I, I say a few. I don't even remember what the fuck I said. I just know I said some shit. I said fuck at some point, and there was a kid in there, and I apologized to the lady's kid. And she she didn't care. She she understood what we was going through. So we get out to the parking lot, and I'm like, before I get in the car, I, I need to fucking chill. So we're talking, and I tell Kelly to go back in, cancel the appointment. She cancels the appointment. What I didn't know was that while they were talking. One, I got pissed off because they were trying to tell my mom she was a liar. That's the number one thing that pissed me off. Number two, what really got me, my mom says, so he can't be seen today. No, there's no doctors here to see any patients. You've got a waiting room fucking full of patients waiting to be seen by fucking doctors. And then they say the headquarters in Missouri deleted everything from their system so they can't even see if i even had an appointment dude i've never in my entire life been so pissed off and i've been pissed off at the va multiple times i woke up during a fucking colonoscopy that they gave me this pissed me off more than that because they were calling my mom a liar two i'm in a wheelchair and you believe in your little petty fucking mind that I woke up Thursday morning in pain, decided to get in the wheelchair, go and almost half an hour away from my house, get out of the car, get back in the wheelchair, go into your establishment for a canceled appointment, expecting to be seen in all the pain that I'm fucking in. Really? Well, I went on Google reviews. I don't put people on blast. You guys know that there's very few companies I put on blast that aren't already in the news. I put them on blast. I went through the reviews. They said, this has happened multiple times to other people over the last year. And I didn't know that. That used to be a great place. My original doctor that I had when we first started going there, he's 70 years old. He's no longer there. Uh, but the new doctor I had a year ago, she was great. And she left apparently. But yeah, I, I had a fucked up Thursday morning. It turned out great. The day ended well, but I didn't get my eye exam. I'm not going to that eye doctor anymore. My mom was in tears because she was set upset about getting me out of the house, getting Kelly and her boyfriend out of the house and us rushing over there to get to the appointment and this, that, and the other. And I was like, look, it's not your fault. I'm glad I got out. I'm glad I got to meet this dude and blah, 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 blah. And it's just, 
I felt sorry for my mom and I got really pissed off because they were calling her a liar. Like the bitch was adamant that they sent out mailers and phone calls. You don't call my mom a fucking liar. You don't fucking do it, especially when I know for a fact that she's not lying. But that was my Thursday and I fucked up my back. I fucked up my toe, (laughs) but it ended well. I got out. I got to be with family. So, but that was, I, I've had better experiences at the VA and that's saying a lot. (laughs) Like I've been through some shit with the VA. You guys know that like listeners don't know everything. The hosts do, but I've been through the shit with the VA and the military with my medical stuff. But this shit right here, that right there, just I'm still pissed over it. Honestly, I I really am. But that was my. You you said the key phrase corporate office. Mm -hmm. That's where everything falls apart. But see, I don't even believe any of what the lady said was true. I don't believe corporate done anything. I don't believe they sent out mailers. I don't believe they sent out phone calls to cancel people's appointments. Cause this was the third phone call. The first phone call we got a couple months ago to confirm Thursday's appointment from a real person. Hmm. So, and then she said there was no doctors there for patients to see, but yet there was patients waiting to be seen by doctors which made it even yeah, entire more fucking waiting awesome. room pool. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there, okay. I say it was full. It was like three or four people, but to me, a small establishment like that, you're pretty much full. Cause it's not like, you know, going to a hospital. It's a, it's, it's a fucking small ass fucking building. Like it's not big at all. It's got yep. maybe five or six rooms. It's not big at all, but yeah, I just, I had to get, I had to get that out, man. Like I just, I am still, trying to understand and, and and look if i was up there when that lady said that and basically calling my mom a liar she was like 60 70 years old i might be quote unquote crippled i i would have came over that fucking desk i'd have been in in the jailhouse right now like <laughs> i've been in a cell in a wheelchair Shit, my all God. i can see is i ever the boneless and fucking vikings and he's just crawling across the floor right at that bitch <laughs> dude that i was pissed <laughs> Like, well, I can imagine shit. I was, I was done. I think that's why I don't know when I hurt my back because my blood pressure gets really fucking high when I get pissed. You guys know that. And I, my adrenaline just, and that was one of those days that I was like, this isn't a calm, cool, collective pissed off. This is called for pissed off. Like, I, I reserve the right to be pissed off. I'd have reserved the right to say what the fuck's on my mind. But, any of you had that experience? <laughs> oh my God. You know, as, as small as our, as our inner circle is, you know, the DV family is huge, but our, our, our inner circle is, is pretty small. And for, for as many problems as, as many of us have, have had, it's just mind blowing, you know? And, and like a lot of my care has been really good. I've had a lot of really good experiences, but man, when they fuck up, they fuck up. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, with me getting shafted for, you know, tens of thousands of dollars and, and like um, with, with six, them fucking her him around on his medications and stuff that he needs. And I mean, it's just, there's been so many nightmare stories. Yeah. And what's worse is this is a civilian doctor, right? Like this isn't the, v, this isn't government ran either. That's what really gets to me. Like, no, it's through, it's through the VA, right? You're getting outsourced. Not for this, not for my eye doctor. Cause Oh, okay. Even better. 
Yeah. So now, now even the civilians are fucking shit up. Well, so <laughs> Kelly's boyfriend is a veteran as well. He was, we used to call him chaplain's assistant. They call him like chaplain servants or something. I don't know what they call him now. It was funny when he was explaining it to me, but we were talking and I was like, dude, I've not been fucked over by the VA this bad. He went, you're right. <laughs> I was like, I thought the VA was bad. He was like, I've and he was in Walter Reed for almost a year because they kept infecting his leg where he had surgery. And he was like, this is fucked up, dude. He couldn't believe it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, I just, <laughs> I am. Yeah, I'm going to a new doctor. Hopefully they can accommodate somebody in a wheelchair. But yeah, it's just, it's hard when. One, you're disabled. And that's another thing Like me and JJ has been talking about accessibility. People think it's so easy for people that are disabled. It's really fucking not in the world. It's really fucking not. Yeah. I mean, I can't go from my wheelchair to an eye examination chair, like where you, you know, they pull the thing over your head and it's, it's like the worst fucking chair for somebody with back problems that can't walk to get into. <laughs> It's the worst fucking chair. A dentist chair is more comfortable than those fucking chairs. <laughs> and they're like, hey, hoist places. yourself up into this motherfucker, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, all those places they put like that pretty little wheelchair ramp off to the side, like, oh look, we got our automatic opening doors. We're we're accommodating the the, the handicapped, but that's just kind of like scratching the surface. They don't get into that, like how you have to get into that chair and how you have to get into their fucking evaluation systems and shit like they don't they don't think about that not not yeah. to mention that automatic door just ripped the toenails off an eight-year-old <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. i've seen shit like that happen and you know i had better accommodations at my dentist that's sad that is fucking sad because he was like, hey, if you can't get in the dentist chair, I'll do it in your wheelchair, man. He's like, or we'll get a couch in here if you want. And I'm like, what? Like, don't do that. Like, I'm not, I'm not Elvis. <laughs> don't pull out the gold piano for me. Like, <laughs> you know, but, the casting couch. What you know what when I put you under. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, I just I had to share that with you guys and. Fuck, man. Being disabled is not fun. It really isn't. So if you're looking to be disabled and and have shit easier, it's not. If anything, it's ten times more. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> Especially when you're in pain all goddamn day, because that it's a feat for me to get out. Like it, if it's not, I have to weigh risk versus reward at the end of the day, and that really was not a reward at all. <laughs> Other than you know being out with uh, my mom and Kelly and her boyfriend and all, we you know. We we made we made fun of it, but uh, of the day, but you built characters. Oh, <laughs> dude, dude, people <laughs> were built that, that day. <laughs> Li lives 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 were created Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, little rage babies. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that fucking meme with the dog and. And Vietnam in the back, and it was like, this is the day I knew what PTSD was. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Thursday was that. Um, all right. Enough of my fucking bullshit, because the listeners are like, all right, I'm done. Recoil, how was your week, brother? Or anything you want to catch us up on? 
um, uh, uh, <laughs> he's like, I, I was, I didn't know. I, I don't know. I've not done this in a while. Hey, well, <laughs> if I rewind and go back, I'm pretty sure you said you were going to do oink first. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. But no, no, life is, life is busy, but good. Life is, is busy, but good for sure. Um, you know, I've been, my workload has been pretty insane all of last year and, and the beginning of this year, but it, there's some light at the end of the tunnel here where I might have a little bit more family time. Um, I was able to go to the Lancaster archery classic, which was freaking awesome. Cause I'm a huge archery fan. Um, I actually wanted to shoot this year, but with my shoulder being fucked up, I, I couldn't shoot. Um, but I still went up there and, and hung out and ended up with a really, really good seat and, and able to watch the main competitions and stuff. So that was really something that was exciting and fun for me. Um, now, other than that, it's, you know, work, sleep, family. I hear you, brother. I hear you. Also, uh, it's going to be a little late, but your Christmas present is on the way. Oh, shit. That's that's that picture I sent you the other day with the tracking number. Ah. Yeah, we sent it out Thursday while we was out too. <laughs> you know, you didn't need to do that, right? Look, man, you're going to love this because I got me one. I got my mom one. You're going to love it. Especially when you see the label on it. It's a wearable. <laughs> well, part of it's what, wearable. What, what? Part of it's wearable. Yeah. Wearable. Wearable. You'll love it. You'll love the label. You'll be like, oh, shit, they made this? And I'll be like, yep, they made that. <laughs> and now he's trying to wreck his brain. Right. <laughs> right. Unlike my license plate that was made by prisoners. <laughs> I think you'll like this, though. Well, um, unless it's made by the governor. Same thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Since Recoil wanted to call me out on it, I guess we'll flip, rewind. Oink, how was your week, sir? Well, a little uneventful now that I have a fucking rental car that actually works in the cold weather. Uh, <laughs> so the, the, the actual car itself, mine, is is uh, still in the body shop. Or not in the body shop, but the actual mechanic shop. And uh, different mechanics looking at it this time. And he actually has it apart and draining some shit. But, uh, yeah, I think we're going to wait until that, the temps warm up and uh, we can clear the codes. And we'll get rid of that son of a bitch. And, uh, yeah, we'll get a different vehicle. One that actually works in the cold weather, hopefully. I bet those Teslas sell really good up there. <laughs> oh, you know, it's funny. At the beginning of when I'm all out and about, I haven't seen a fucking Tesla in about two weeks. That's <laughs> because <laughs> you can't charge the motherfuckers. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you, have you guys thought about getting a diesel or anything up there? Uh, yeah, I've looked at diesel, but I also looked at, uh, you know, because I commute 40 miles one way every day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I've... I've kind of looked at cars and believe it or not, manufacturers aren't making that many cars anymore. I mean, unless you want a Camaro or a Mustang or, you know, a sports type of car, but, uh, which are looking for handling in the snow, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we've actually looked at, uh, you know, I did a little Google research and whatnot and, uh, you know, four out of the top 10 cars and Subarus and yeah, you know, people make fun of Subarus. I'm one of them for fuck's sake, but, uh, I'm just looking to get the point A to point B in the fucking winter time and not have to worry about shit. So we've looked at those. Um, I mean, the car I have now is a 2016, uh, Malibu and that's the one that's having the fucking issues, but <laughs> go figure my rental car right now. Is it, 2022 Malibu and I haven't had a fucking single issue with it at minus 24 degrees. So I I don't know. My grandparents each drove a 67 super beetle. They had two of them 
Volkswagen Super Beetles for years in Alaska. For ye- probably 20 years, they drove VW Bugs. Never had problems with them. Yeah, I was supposed to have one at 16, but my sperm donor sold it out from under me. <laughs> yeah, we, have, we have two Subarus in the driveway, and they're, they are fucking awesome cars. I don't care what anybody says. Yep. Biggest thing for me is making sure the wife can drive it too. Cause you know, she's old whopping, you know, four foot 10. So <laughs> I'm going to tell well, you, she may come home with another woman, but she'll be able to drive it. That's right. I'm going I'm to I'm tell you, Jim, and you take this however you want, but when you're driving, especially in the mountains in Colorado, the absolute most asinine fucking dickhead drivers in Colorado drive Subarus. Yeah. They, they drive like that. motherfucking mm. cunts. So well, they do appear to however so. you want. <laughs> what I've noticed. Yeah, when you said like, oh, I just want oink when you were like, I just want a super to get back and forth to work. I'm like spoken like a true lesbian. Uh, <laughs> Always starts. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> oink turning dyke this 2024 20, summer. I always said I was a lesbian trapped in the male's body, so you know. <laughs> Just, just don't get a Forester. You'll be okay. No, no, no. I've, I've, uh, I've looked more towards the WRX. Believe it or not, a little Sportster. You know, gotta have some kind of fun because they come in manual. You know, and a vape pen. Yeah, right. <laughs> Boy, I can, I'm, and I'm flip flops. I'm surprised you can still drive a stick. I had to quit driving stick because of my hip pushing the clutch was too painful. Well, I mean, now it's not a problem. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Give, yeah. give, me, give me another 10 years when these start going bad. I might have issues again. Right, that shiny new hip. Yep. Well, <laughs> well, it's negative 24. Everything's fucking numb. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, too, you know, back, back before I had to quit driving, anything new felt like you were pushing the gas pedal when you pushed the clutch in if it was a new vehicle. It wasn't like the old vehicles where you had to push your whole body weight into that fucking clutch before it fucking engaged. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The last clutch I had was in an F two fifty with a four speed, and you had to fucking put your put some ass into it to push that yeah. clutch. Right, twelve yeah. inches of travel. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I tell you what, driving my little the cruise I used to have was a manual, and then I was doing the uh, CDL training at the same time. Big trucks and small cars do not shift the same, so uh, no, I, had to, I had to park no. that bitch. <laughs> we had a tow truck when we were working uh, for a garage, and it was a '68, I think '68 or '70, and. You had to push that bitch not only with all your weight, but all the way to the fucking floorboard just for it to engage. And then I'd get in my Mustang and maybe halfway past the brake pedal, like right past the brake pedal, like an inch or two, it would engage. And I was like, dude, this is so fucking wicked. <laughs> like it's night and day, man. Like <laughs> I had to. I, I I learned to drive stick in a '54 Chevy handyman wagon with three on the tree, and oh, uh, yeah. the way Mom taught me how to use a clutch was push it to the floor and through the floor, and that was that 12 inch throw, <laughs> and it creaked. <laughs> you heard that clutch engage. Yep. Yep. Like you knew, you knew if you actually engaged the cr- the clutch, it was that it was. was- it was like the '80s models, uh, Chevy pickup trucks, the automatics. When you put it in a, a gear, it went clunk clunk 
Clunk, clunk. Yep. Clunk, clunk. <laughs> you, you knew. Bro, the, the, so got- I have an O2 Camaro and it does the same fucking shit as an 87 <laughs> fucking square body. <laughs> I've got to fill the clutch in. Secret in the back. You're like, what the fuck is that? And then I'm like, throwing it into second gears, like, synchronizers are for pussies. You got to double clutch that bitch. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I love. I loved that though. And then when I got into like a sedan or something and it, you didn't feel it and you're like, are we moving? Like what, what is there an engine in there? Like what's going on? Like what's well, my wife's car has a CVT. It's like a fucking Polaris four wheeler. It just keeps winding. It never, it never shifts. That, that shit. It's actually great. I mean, it really works well, but, but it just fucking, it's so weird. And I think my mom, she had an 80s Chevy truck at one time. And that transmission, when it locked in the gear, it was like somebody rear-ended you. That bitch fucking jumped every fucking time. Like you, If you didn't know it was in gear by looking at the gear panel or you didn't understand what that fucking sound was that went clunk, clunk, you knew it when it fucking jumped <laughs> every time. Chevys are notorious for that little clutch release, we'll call it. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, uh, whoa! Before we, before we go and tease what we're going to talk about next week with Bender, JJ, I know you itching, just itching the fucking rage roid, roid rage over here over over uh, a, a bank and, and what's going on. So uh-huh. I'm going to mute out. I'm a piss, and I'm gonna let you take over for a, the next ten or fifteen minutes, however long it takes you. <laughs> so I, uh, uh, I was setting up for my class last week, um, and I uh, had set my phone on the bedway of the lathe, and I was setting up my overhead camera because I have three camera view for my live classes, and I dropped the camera, and I, you know, a freaking video camera. I'm like, ah, oh, crap! And I, you know, snap my hands down snatched it midair and it the little uh foot that locks into the um tripod just nicked my phone and it broke my phone screen well this was a samsung s22 with the the rounded over edges which is the dumbest design ever and this this uh this phone if you crack the screen Every like everything, the newest phones, everything, everything is connected to the screen. You crack the screen, nothing works. So I'm like, ah, shit, I broke my phone. So fast forward, uh, payday is, you know, the 30th, uh, if you bank with USAA and I'm like, well, I need to check the bank. And so I try to log in on the laptop and I'm like, oh shit, I, I can't, I, I use my phone for all my banking. So I, uh, get it you know get onto the usa uh web page and i put in my uh my username and i put in my password and it says uh we need we need uh two-party verification we gotta we gotta text your phone and make sure it's you and i'm like uh okay well that won't work so uh, i click their little trouble logging in and they want me to change my password or you know do all this stuff they don't have anything about not being able to to confirm with a cell phone 
And I'm like, well, shit. So I borrow Nevermore's cell phone. I call him I'm like, hey, I broke my phone. I, I need to log in and check my bank account. Uh, you know, I got to pay bills, um, but I can't. Uh, I, you can't text me. My phone's broken. It doesn't work. And they're like, oh, OK, we'll see if we can help you. So, you know, if you if you do this, the two part, the what is it called? Uh, two factor authentication. It, Two-factor authentication. If you do two-factor authentication, right, if you set it up with USAA, you can't change it unless you do two-factor authentication. You have to use your phone. You have to receive a text. You have to give them the code. So if you can't receive the text and give them a code, they can't authorize you to log into your account. Even though you've given them your name, your account number, your password, your PIN number, your social security number, and if by God you can remember it, your USAA number, if you can't receive a text and give them this little six-digit code, they can't authorize you accessing your bank account. And I'm talking to these cities. I'm like, okay, but I broke my phone. I need to be able to pay. I, I got to pay my insurance. It's all logged. I, I have to log into the website. Oh, well, you got to go to the to the help. Uh, page for the uh, confirmation. Okay, so I go to the help page, put in my username, give them my social security number, and they say, all right, we'll text you an authorization code. And I'm on the phone this lady, like, like, what part of I can't use my phone don't you understand? And she's like, well, can you give us a different number? And I'm like, well, I could, except I can't change the phone number uh, attached to my bank account without logging into my fucking account. And you won't let me because I can't receive a text on my phone. So I can't give you a different number. You won't let me change it because I can't log in. And we're literally just going around in circles. Finally, I emailed a photocopy of my driver's license to USAA, and they're supposed to call me on Nevermore's phone in three to five business days, by which time I hopefully will have a new phone. I still have, don't have a phone. I've been without a phone for a week now. Don't get me started on Verizon. If it wasn't for the fact that they're the only service that gets connectivity here where I live, I would fucking, I would cancel my accounts with Verizon and go with somebody else. I need to talk to you, JJ, because who we've got now, fucking perfect service so far to knock on wood and great customer service at that. Yeah, the, the problem is I, uh, the problem is I use the Samsung Galaxy series. I have phones, Samsung Galaxy, which is the best cameras on the market. That's what and I have. My phone has more memory than my goddamn laptop. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what I have. I have the. Um, which one do I have? I've got the uh, the S23. Yeah, um, see, they were supposed to. So that's the thing is like I did everything I was supposed to with, with the broken phone. Yeah. I called Asurian because, you know, I pay for insurance, right? I called Asurian. Oh, yeah, we're going to we're going to give you an S23. So I that was Saturday. Like I came in and borrowed Nevermore's phone and called Asurian immediately and filed a claim. And I, I got the confirmation email on my laptop because I can't use my fucking phone. And uh, it's, and then I got an email about tw two minutes later that said, uh, 
it's going to be three to five business days because your phone's not in stock because they were going to upgrade me to the S23. And I'm like, well, fuck. So Sunday comes around. I get an email. It's going to be three to five business days. Your phone's not in stock. I'm like, okay. Monday hits. I get an email. Three to five business days. And I'm like, wait a minute. What the fuck? So I called them on Tuesday. I waited until Tuesday. And uh, they were like, you're right. We just keep rolling it back. That's not acceptable. We can cut you a check for the for X amount. And uh, and I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I don't need money. I need a goddamn phone. And they're like, that's all we can do. So I'm like, fine, fucking cut me a check. So I call Verizon, pay off the broken S22, pay off Nevermore's phone, um, order. Now, S23s are unavailable. So I pre-order S24 Ultras for both of us. And they tell me, now this is the this is the 30th, and they tell me we'll your phone will be there uh on the first, but the receipt says the 31st. Notice I'm said uh I still don't have a phone. Mm-hmm. Um I waited until Thursday and I'm like, okay, I still don't have a phone. I need to know what the fuck's going on. So I call them and they're like, no, we don't have them. Samsung hasn't re- released them yet. I'm like, and why do I have a receipt telling me I'm going to get my phone three days ago? I, I, you know, why, why did you lie to me? Why didn't you tell me this is the case? So I called them back today and I'm talking to this, actually the first helpful person that I found. None of them, by the way, are English as first language speakers. And I just, and I asked this question back when I talked to Verizon the first time. Can I walk into a Verizon company store, not the not the, not the franchisees, an actual Verizon store, and get a phone? And they told me no. Well, I talked to the guy today, and he's like, no, they've been released to the stores. You don't get shipped until the ninth. And I'm like, the fuck? And I so I just said, okay, there's a Verizon company store in High Point. Can you tell me if they have any phones in stock? And not only did he locate in stock phones in the store in Verizon, but he gave me their actual phone number so that I can call them before I go there to pick up a phone tomorrow um, to make sure that they still have them in stock. So I was just like, I've been fucking bent over and run around for the last week over the banking. I can't still can't bank. I have this check from Assurian for, for to pay off the phones just sitting here because I can't make a deposit. Because USAA doesn't have branches, it's mobile, and my phone's broken. It's just like Jesus fucking Christ. The two part of you about cell phone companies tomorrow, but yeah, yeah. The two part authentication. I mean, this, the the two part authentication. Then USAA like makes you do it. Like you have to have their their two part authentication in some way, or shape, or form. Whether I mean, it's no. Yeah, I don't know why they couldn't email that, though. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's just it. I do the email one. That's the only one I do. Yeah, I'm going to have to. Once I have a phone. See, that's just it. I can't change it until I have a phone and can get the confirmation (laughs) so I can fucking turn it off. That's what I was telling you, man. Damn. 
and, and me and me and Rico have talked about this. The two-factor authentication is so fucked because every account that you have that on, whether it's Facebook, whether it's email, whether it's banking, the flaw is you cannot get around it in any way, shape, or form. Like there is no way around it unless you have that phone that it's connected to. Yep, and that's just it. Is is if, that's you, the if flaw. something happens and your phone breaks, you're you're just straight fucked. There's no backup. And it wouldn't be it wouldn't be so, bad if Verizon had kept their word and mm-hmm. sent me a phone. You know? Well, it's a very the lesson big, here okay. is just don't break your phone. Well, yeah. <laughs> at, at the very least, though, when you're on the phone with them talking to them, they should be able to email you a code. And there's, right. your, two, there's your two factors. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's what was getting me with that. And that's what I was saying. This is a very flawed system. And especially they have flawed the backup system at USAA. Yeah. yeah well, there's well, at USAA. There is no backup. Like, literally, I had to fucking scan my driver's license email them my driver's license and i was told we will call a number you give us in three to five business days i'm like yeah, it's, you're gonna start charging me late fees in two days yeah you know <laughs> and and you can I can't access those your too. system so well that's what i was saying that's why it's flawed the backup system is flawed because they don't have a backup system that's the yeah. flaw but they, just, the real- they just assume everyone's got their cell phone and always has access to it Mm-hmm. Well, the, the reality is it's, it's it's the saddest part is that there's so many fucking worthless shit bags out there that we even need to have two factor authentication uh, authentication to yeah to protect us. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And you know yeah, I, some of it too is like like mortgage companies like hey if somebody's trying to call and fucking pay my mortgage fucking let them. Right. <laughs> right. If they're trying to but, pay it, yes. You know, but uh yeah, no, like the reason, like I still, I've lived in Texas now for almost three years now, but I still have a fucking Colorado number, which disgusts me <laughs> because of that two factor authentication shit. Yep. It's like, like, how can I like go in and update my new phone number when I don't even have it yet? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, like when you have I, to carry both phones for a month to take care of everything. And that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to wait till the next time T-Mobile has like, oh, get this badass phone. If you add a line, I'm going to add a line with a local number and then I'm going to switch everything over. And then, and then, and then like after three months, I can kill my Colorado line because that's just, it's, it's fucking dumb. But yeah, it was because it's, it's like, oh, you want to change your number? Well, we need two-factor authentication. And they're going to send like a text to the number they don't have anymore. Like, how the fuck is that going to work? Right. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I'm not hating on two factor authentication. I think it's great, but there are so many flaws where companies jump into it because they don't want to have a backup scenario. They don't want to have a backup plan. And then when you give them all your information, they still want to use the two factor authentication process that you can't use. Most companies are like that. That's the issue with two-factor authentication. Well, and that's just, I can't log into my Verizon account either for the same fucking reason. And it's like, are you fucking shitting me? Well, that's the frustrating part because these companies do this because of the shit bags, which makes it difficult for us. But yet I checked my credit report two weeks ago. I always, I, I check my credit report regularly. Yeah. And my credit score tanked and I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? 
and I look and there's a there's a fucking collections account listed on my credit report at two different credit agencies. So I start looking into this and here it's some fucking collection agency out of Texas that is collecting on behalf of Comcast. So I get a hold of that company. I'm like, look, you need to send me validation of this debt because my Comcast bill is directly paid out of my bank account every month. It's never fucking late. It's never missed. Here, somebody used my fucking name, my social security number, probably from the fucking goddamn military breach. So it's all out there on the fucking dark web. We probably all are. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guarantee it. Oh, we are. And, and somebody opened up a fucking Comcast account in my name, left it go for three months, and my and it went into collections. Nice. So you, you make it fucking difficult for me to even just pay my fucking bill, but yet you'll let some fucking idiot three states away open a fucking account in my name. Right? And see, this is why they had started putting the hologram shit on the driver's license, right? So you couldn't make a fake ID to go in and do shit like that. And now look at where we're at. <laughs> They've made all these security protocols and people are making it easier for people to be us at the end of the day to do shit like that. Yeah. Well, it, makes so it, it, makes, it makes it difficult for the consumer and, and mm -hmm. the hackers still find a fucking way around it. Yeah, it's, it's like it, the gun laws. Well, honestly, people talk about how easy fraud was, identity theft was years ago. Today, it is easier than it has ever been, in all honesty, because you can buy social security numbers, you can buy credit card numbers, you can buy driver's license ID numbers, you can make it all in the comfort of your own home. Nobody will ever fucking know unless you tell somebody and they're a snitch and you can become any fucking body you want. The hardest thing right now to do is honestly passports because they have a fucking chip embedded through the entire fucking uh, cover and their pages. It's a little wire, just like your credit card <laughs> with the little fucking microchip and it's a fucking like a like a filament wire. And that's the hardest thing for anybody to fraudulently create today as a passport. That's the only hard thing in the modern day to create. You can literally become whomever the fuck you want to real fucking quick today. Easier than ever. It's so yeah. fucking easy today. It's sad. Well, the, the, sad, the sad part is that people that should have like the absolute highest fucking security. We should all be able to sue these bastards for this. How oh, does absolutely. the fucking DOD get hacked? And every military member's information get out there. I mean, not only is that a risk to us for identity theft, but it's a risk to us for our personal security. Mm -hmm. yep. yep. Well, the problem is, too, is the we'll have Chris and Paul on to talk about this is the outsourcing to groups that seem good, but they're not. And they're buying. Basically ready to use codes and selling them, changing a few things, making it look original and secure and selling it to the government. They've been doing that for years. That's the problem. And then obviously you've got, well, people, and what is it? Lockheed Martin? Uh, uh, shit. The, the Pentagon can't even keep control of its own budget. So no, they can't shit. keep $80 billion in the goddamn fucking budget. So. <laughs> It just we don't know where our money is. We don't know where that eighty billion went. It just it, it oh, lost. Of this. <laughs> right, billion schmillion. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
<laughs> so so we've got a few minutes left here at the uh, at the end of the show uh we'll be ending here in a few minutes but bender it's been a while since we had you on i know we're not going to go into the whole story right now but we're going to talk about it next week it's all going to be about bender um but give us a little tease about what we're going to talk about next week with what's all been going on since you took your uh very long stint hiatus <laughs> yes it has been long <laughs> Um, yeah, so basically what I'd like to talk about and express is, um, these last, this long hiatus is kind of my journey from when I started out as DV Bender, like getting out of the military, starting out as DV Bender, trying to juggle life, family, my own personal issues, dealing with depression, PTSD, all of these things. Um, and that's what kind of drove me to step away from social media for a while and kind of cut ties with everyone and everything. And in a way that was a mistake. Um, and in some ways it was good, but in some ways it was bad. And I don't know. That's why I, I feel like my story might help some others because over these last several years, I've really, learned a lot and kind of grown a lot as far as how to deal with um the depression the ptsd the suicidal thoughts things like that because i mean here recently most by most accounts people think my life's a total shit show but honestly i think i'm the happiest i've been in fucking since i can remember um, and I feel like just the, the learning and the growing that I did over these last few years is kind of a, a major factor to it. Um, of course, I'll still have my own wonderful sense of humor and pepper in some nice little jokes and stuff like that. But uh, basically, that's kind of what we're shooting for for next week is uh, the story of Bender, the battle of depression and coming back and being better. I hope it can help some people. And uh, I also look forward to uh, spending some more time with DV Radio and some other veteran adventures and hopefully, uh, you know, doing some good out there. Yeah, man. I know, like I was telling you in the pre-show and in emails and then in Messenger tonight to get you on the show, Recoil and I was talking about you. Fuck. It's probably been a couple years ago it was like wonder how bender's doing you know you know how bender's doing i don't know man you know you, you talked to bender nah man and then it was yeah. like a month ago we were like we were really like we got to get him back on because we were talking about the emails and all and uh how much we honestly missed you and just doing the stupid shit that we done like the dysfunctional zone and uh what was it uh what was the fucking beer commercial that we made fun of oh shit it was uh Real men genius. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it was the Las Vegas thing. The dude that fucking stood up and fucking took out that fucking shooter. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I done the fucking gerbil voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, man. We used to have some good times, and I loved that. I missed that, and uh, and that's what I mean. It's like to a point, it was good to step back for a little bit, but at the same time, you got to do it for the right reasons, and. Mm -hmm. I guess that's what I'm going to go in depth on is trying to explain to people trying to identify the right reasons. Right. And that just because the people in your life are there 
doesn't necessarily mean that they have your best interest at heart. Yep. And that, that, that was a hard lesson for me to learn is, you know, I'm thinking these people that are closest to me. And so I'm like, I'm cutting out these, you know, quote unquote outsiders. Cause you know, we're spread across the country. So a lot of the DV family, like we're close cause we get each other, but like we're across the country. We never, a lot of us haven't met face to face. So it's like on one hand, it's like, okay, well, the people that I am face to face with, they're telling me I need to cut these people out if I want to get better, but that's to their standard. Is that, is that my standard? And those are the things you got to try to like learn is, okay, what's healthy for me and not be afraid to say it. You got to learn to be able when to put your foot down and realize that you're being run over. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's the problem with a lot of vets is they're so busy trying to please the people that are around them because they were, I was one person before I left and I came back, I'm a different person. And the other people are still expecting, for whatever reason, they're expecting that first person. But maybe that first person wasn't the best version of you. Yeah. So, no, you're absolutely right. And, like I was telling you in the uh, in Messenger and all, and we that that's what we do here at DV Radio, man. That's what we do. We tell stories. We we try to help one another, and we hope it helps everybody else. That's that's what we do. Um, yeah, but no- well, that's that's one of the things with this whole you know social media experiment and everything. Like we we live in a different time, mm-hmm. and like the the people that you know are are in your life that you actually physically see every day. Like you said, they don't, I mean, of course my wife does and stuff, but like not all of them have your best interest at heart, you mm-hmm. know, but, but that doesn't mean like with the the people that you meet through the internet, like you, you motherfuckers, I, I love you guys to death. Like you're some of the best people I've ever had in my life. You know, you guys are the ones that, that actually give a fuck and, and ask me, Hey brother, how you doing? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like to ask the actual hard questions. Yeah. 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 And, and make you think, you know, and I've yeah, not just, before too. So we've jumped on yeah, about shit. So yeah, not, not get the speech of, I mean, I, I haven't seen the chat. I don't know if we do. Is there still a chat following the show? Yes. Yes. Okay. I mean, maybe by a raise of hands, but how many people, have had like with their significant other or people close to them when you're having a, a you're trying to have a personal discussion with that, the people closest to you and you say well yes okay i i acknowledge that i'm different i've changed because of the experiences i've had in the military and there is and you try to say but i feel like you've changed too in these areas and their response is immediate defensive, not mm. acknowledging that they've changed, but they turn it back on you saying, well, my changes are because of you. You're the problem. You're the only problem right now. They're the victim. And if that's a, if that's a situation you're in, it's not healthy. No, no, not at all. Because the reality is that we, we all change. We're all constantly changing. We're, we're learning and the, and the things that we experience you know, change, change how we think about certain things. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like 
like if you're married to somebody and when you deploy, yes, you're going to change that uh, your spouse is going to change. But the the thing is, is unless you can both acknowledge, yes, we've both changed. How do we go from here? That's healthy. That's something you can work with. But when all you're getting is, well, yeah, I might've changed, but Mm -hmm. that's where it's not healthy. And so I'm hoping that maybe some people, maybe in those situations, that's kind of where I was at. So I'm hoping that, uh, you know, but sharing my story and me learning these things and, and understanding what I'm actually accountable for and responsible for, I'm hoping I can share that with other people and hopefully maybe it'll do them some good. Yeah. I can't wait to talk to you about all that and talk about how things have changed for the better and for the worse and where you're at now. And I can't wait to jump back into being stupid with you. Like we did back in. The day. <laughs> and yeah, yeah man, I'm, I'm truly, truly thankful and, and feel blessed to have you back in the fold, brother. Absolutely. Yeah. I appreciate that guys. I really do. It means a lot to me. Um, I did miss you guys. I miss the DV community. Um, I'm happy that I'm able to be back be a part of it. And, uh, you know, like I've always done as I hope I can just be me, enjoy myself and hope that it helps everyone else out too. Absolutely. And you know what? When we end the show tonight, if I can find it, we'll do <laughs> we'll do the defunct dysfunctional zone because that that one is great. But really quick, let's go around the proverbial table and do our last thoughts and words for tonight, Mister Recoil, sir. Uh, be safe and keep looking out for each other, fuckers. That was so fucking quick. I'm trying to find this goddamn. Okay. Oh, sorry. Um, that's what my wife says too, you know. <laughs> Story of our lives. <laughs> he went there. He fucking went there. Um, like, is it in yet? I'm like, Christ, I've been done for ten minutes. <laughs> God damn, I can't. Yeah. Uh Mr. JJ. Oink. Toyota. Land Cruiser. Handles gas the, mileage winners <laughs> yeah true gas mileage but you could go with the forerunner but an but an earlier forerunner like a like a late 80s early 90s forerunner they handle the weather really well yep she said too, too bad they don't make geo trackers anymore Oh, oh that was the, the tracker was the shit. Oh, those little fuckers. They, can you believe the money that they bring nowadays? <laughs> they're so expensive. Oh. Yeah, it but you can pass out a tracker cheaper than you could buy a fucking side by side. That's for damn sure. If you could find a fucking Suzuki Samurai. Ooh. Oh shit. I didn't <laughs> think about that. That would be something. Dude, when I was in college, there was this chick that had a lifted samurai. And I swear to God, she never went around a corner on four wheels ever. <laughs> was she top heavy? Oh, she was a little bit top heavy. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it was like Dolly Parton on stilts. 
<laughs> to those tall, skinny tires, but boy. <laughs> boy, them high beams. Those airbags, I tell you what. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Mr. Bender, any last thoughts or words for our listeners tonight or on podcast? If you got to force it, it's probably crap. <laughs> I don't even want to know. <laughs> what just happened was always <laughs> never trust the start, man. <laughs> Damn it, I can't find the goddamn dysfunctional zone. What the fuck? Any time I'd pull it right up, man. Uh uh, uh well. oink. Hey, folks, uh, you know, speaking with Bender, it does bring back a lot of memories for uh, a lot of us. So if you're needing to talk out there, head over to ObjectiveZero.org and check those folks out. Because let's be honest, the suicide rate for veterans Found is 57% Sorry. higher <laughs> than civilian counterparts. And now I'll cut it short. says Bo found it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, folks. It. It. He's found the cheese spot. <laughs> he hasn't said that, that in a long not, time. Uh, hey, nice plug, Owen. <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, folks, if you need to talk to somebody, head over to jeffkazero.org where brothers and sisters are looking to talk to you at any given time because they do care. So head over to jeffkazero.org, check them out. Have that tool in your back pocket. Sorry, I'll, I'll fix that in podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, you, you need to leave it. <laughs> Fucking squirrel moment. As soon as I think dysfunctional is on underscore B-E-N, I was like, found it. <laughs> I love <laughs> Bo can't get it up tonight. I can't, I don't have anybody. Here. <laughs> um, I love each and every one of you listeners that tuned in tonight. We appreciate your support. We love each and every single one of you. Don't forget to go to dvradio.net, click on the DV radio store and don't forget to Get your merchandise and free standard shipping for two plus items through February 7th for Bender, for Recoil, for Oink, for JJ. I'm Bonerwood. You just heard Barrett's talk right here on WDVRDVRadio.net. We're going to go into the dysfunctional zone, if you don't remember it, and then you will hear our outro. Until next week, fucksicles. Bye-bye. But they always have your back. They're the family the potatoes are afraid of. The government has abandoned them, and despite the VA's best attempts, they won't go down without a fight. They are the functioning gears of an unspoken view. They are the people we call the dysfunctional veterans. Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter.